Oh, hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. Episode 56 of Chrome Dome Radio. I'm Chris, and I'm here. And I'm doing it, man. I got up early today. I went to Caffeine and Octane, so I'm all jacked up! Um, uh, first off, though, I want to give a shout-out to one of our new subscribers. His name is Michael Knight from Bourbon County High School up in Kentucky. Uh, he was a big fan of our last episode, and uh, he... he uh, he commented many times, and uh, so that's a shout out for him. Thanks for uh, thanks for watching, dude. Dude. All right. Uh, so yeah, got up for caffeine and octane. Uh, if you don't know, I've mentioned it before on the podcast. It is a car meet that meets very early, the first Sunday of every month here in Atlanta, and I love going because it gets me motivated to fix my own junk. You know, I got my old Firebirds sitting in the garage. And uh, when I see everybody's cool cars, I'm like, I want one. So I go to these things, and I get motivated. And, dude, we played a fun game. We played a fun game today. I didn't even know this was a thing. But people put their Instagram names. What do you call them? They're like Instagram screen names. Whatever they are. (laughs) Tags. Uh... On their car, they post it on their car. Eh. Like, try much? So they like they have stickers on their car that has their Instagram post. And uh, my buddy who was there, he was like, dude, let's play a game. Let's see if we can guess how many each car, how many followers each car has. We were wrong the whole time. Because I'm thinking, like, in my mind, I'm like, if you go through the extent of sticking things on your car to have people subscribe to your Instagram, then you probably have a decent following, right? No, dude. Like, anywhere from, like, 200 to 800. Like, a couple of them had more than 1,000, but nothing anywhere near on the influencer level. Is that an influencer level? Which is, like, 10,000, I think. Dude, I would never... Why would you do that? Why would you stick that on your car? It's so strange to me. And then, we, oh, actually, we did legitimately uh, come across uh, a very successful YouTuber. Um, Bladed Angel, if I'm not mistaken. Cool name, bro. Bladed Angel. Uh, he's got, like, 280 subscribers on his YouTube channel. And, uh... <laughs> he was showing off his, his, you know, how you, when you get 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, they give you, like, a silver plaque thing. And he was, he was showing his off. Anyway, so, yeah, motivation for the Firebird. I drove my car, I drove the Firebird yesterday, drove, quote-unquote drove, for the first time in what I, okay, I thought it was in three years. I actually haven't driven that car in like five and a half years. Because the more I thought about it, I'm like, dude, I took that car apart five and a half years ago. Haven't driven it since. Yesterday was technically the first time, even though I, quote, you know, that's I said quote unquote because I only drove it on my driveway. It was scary. The brakes are a little screwy, a little wonky, and it was riding rough. And to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what gear it's always in. Which is an important details when you drive cars. I don't know if you guys know this, but it is important to know what gear you're in when you're driving. And unfortunately, I'm missing that feature on the Firebird right now, but I'm working to resolve that problem. <laughs> and then it spit, it spit transmission fluid everywhere. You know what I did? I was trying to move it from one side of my garage to the other because I cleared it out. I did a bunch of man work over the weekend too, and uh, I I cleared out my second car, my second garage, so that I could put the Firebird there, and then I could pull the Jeep in the other one. You know, just doing man stuff, and it and uh, and I did it. I succeeded, but uh, you know, I made a mess as I was cleaning. I made a mess in doing so. I cleaned to make a mess. Because I got transmission fluid all over my driveway. That's okay. Um, uh, then my buddy hit me up. He lives in 
L.A., just outside of L.A., and he was, he's been a hemian and a shimmyin all week. Shaken. Shaken, not stirred. So he, uh, he is a earthquake survivor now. He has survived an earthquake. He was telling me that he felt it. He, he was like, it's a strong one. He's like, you feel rumbles every now and then, but that was a legitimate, obviously a legitimate earthquake. It's an unbelievable how nobody got hurt. I mean, it's not that I heard of. It's unbelievable that nobody died. Dude, it was a 7.1. That's a legit earthquake. And there's just video of, like, pools shaking and shit falling off of, of retail store uh, shelves. That's unbelievable. Go America. Dude, on the 4th of July, too. The 4th of July is when the 6.9 hit or 6.1, whatever it was. And then a day or two later, the 7.1 hit. Go America for building amazing buildings. I don't know how you have the patience, though, for L.A. I mean, if something's not burning, like a f burning your house down, then there's, you have to worry about earthquakes, and it's expensive. I don't know. Dude, not for me. Not forest fires and earthquakes and traffic. A lot of people moving to L.A. You know what I read? There is a service now in L.A. where, oh, first of all, there's PodShare. Do you know what? PodShare is a service offered in cities like L.A. where you rent out these, like, micro apartments. and they're But they're still stupid expensive because everything's expensive in L.A. And I think if I read it correctly, it was like 200 by 200 feet, square feet. Uh, 200 square feet. <laughs> and uh, so you could fit your leg in one. And you rent another one to fit your other leg. I made a size joke. Because your leg is only going to fit into one apartment. It's a size joke because it's small. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, small. So there's a new service now where you can rent a bunk bed. Dude, you, you, okay. It's a communal bunk bed room. As soon as you think you've heard the most millennial thing ever, something like this happens. And then you're like, that's the new most millennial thing I've ever heard. There's communal bunk beds in LA right now where you rent the bunk bed on a monthly basis $1,200 a month no privacy you don't get your own room it's a giant like warehouse room you rent the bunk bed and that's where you live now That's why I think I have a rough time in cities. Cities across Earth is the lack of personal space and and privacy, dude. I couldn't imagine spending that kind of money. Tw look, in case, look, Atlanta prices, they're very reasonable. And I'm telling you right now, for 1200 bucks, you could probably get a 1,400 square foot apartment with three bedrooms in Atlanta. Right? So to hear that you got a 1,200 bunk bed, gets you a bunk bed? <laughs> you, got, you get a bunk bed? That's not enough. And if I, I think I saw some pictures where you get like a dresser. Yeah, you you get a dresser and a bunk bed. <laughs> How am I gonna get a chick home in this, dude? Where am I gonna get? Where am I gonna put all my chicks? So yeah, I don't get the LA thing. I think San Francisco was the other place they popped up. It's 
speaking of out west, the and what's his name? Bob Lazar has a new if you don't know this then then I don't I don't know where you've been, but if you're watching this podcast, chances are you're familiar at the very least with the Joe Rogan podcast and he had Bob Lazar on there and Bob's Bob 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 Lazar also has a Netflix special out now. Now I've known about this guy for a long time. My brother and I watched his original documentary that I think it came out in the early 90s or something. So uh, he's been on my radar, and there was a bunch of urban myths, urban legends, urban legends for, like, years. They're like, he disappeared, he's off the map, or he's off the grid, you know, he's trying to stay quiet. And then he comes out again full force, and he's on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is, like, the biggest thing ever. And... everybody seems to believe him. And it's not that I... I think I believed more the first documentary. Because let's face it, because Joe Rogan said the new documentary was awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, the new documentary is not awesome. It doesn't suck either. It's just not that good. And it's almost overdone. It's being narrated by Mickey Rourke. (laughs) Why? Dude, every time Mickey Rourke said a word during this documentary, I was like, why are you here? Why are you here? (laughs) And he's like, he's cursing unnecessarily throughout the documentary. Like, I guess to, I think the point of him being in the, in the documentary was to bring it down a notch, like bring it back to earth. That's what it was, is to bring it back to earth. Cause we're talking about, uh, otherworldly things. And then Mickey Rourke grabs you by the balls and pulls you back down. Right. Cause he's got a voice like this. He's like these fucking humans. Everybody out here is just, uh, talking about fucking aliens. Right. They, they turn him around and bend him over and fuck them aliens. That's what he sounded like the whole time. And, uh, I had a beer. I have a beer with me right now. And, uh, I ain't ever fucked an alien, but I heard about it. <laughs> and then you have Bob Lazar, who kind of has a more of a pitchy voice like this, and he's talking about Element 115 and the technology that he was exposed to in the mid to late 80s. And then Mickey Rourke's got a beer, and he's right there, and he's making you feel a lot better. Grab your balls, pull you back down to earth, and fuck an alien. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, it could be two of you, it could be one of you. But one way or another, an alien's gonna get fucked. And back to the Element 115, um, I'm not gonna say whether or not I did take some, but, uh, yes, I have some in my pocket. And I did see seven spacecrafts, uh, one of them I like to call the race car. Little joke that we said to each other at Area 51, Sector 4. And, uh, you know, they had the technology to float and bend the space-time continuum. And then then I fucked an alien after I had a beer. (laughs) Dude, it was such a weird documentary. It was, to me, it was overdone because then... you uh, that all i wanted to see was bob lazar the other weird thing about the documentary is they kept showing the director on the phone like this is this dude it was so lame because he would make a phone call and speak to i think a politician of some kind like a mayor and he'd be like Hey man, did you hear that that uh, Bob Lazar's home was raided? And the other guy'd be like, "No way!" Meanwhile, you that was already established. You know what? You know they were taught they were having discussions that could have been accomplished in lines, text written out on the documentary. You know, like on the, on the film, so that you could physically see it and read it. And in fact, they were doing that and then like acting it out. So it would be like <laughs> it would be like a. Uh, you know, it would say, it would physically say, the next day, Bob Lazar's 
business, it was a business, not his home. Maybe it was his home. His business was raided by the FBI and secret agent men. <laughs> and then they cut to a scene, because they obviously didn't have that on film. Of course they're not going to have that on film, because that's the juicy stuff that everybody wants to see. Since they don't have that on film, it cuts to a conversation between the director of the documentary and some random politician who I can't remember who he was, or maybe it was a reporter guy, and they're on the phone just talking about it. Hey, just so you know, I'm going to give you the F, the FYI, Bob Lazar's business was raided yesterday. Now that he's talking about this with us, it was raided. Oh my gosh, it was raided. This is the politician now. My God. My God. As soon as he opens his mouth. My God. As soon as he opens... That's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. That's what I'm saying. It's not a coincidence. His his home was raided. He said he said that SWAT showed up, FBI showed up, a bunch of random people showed up. They flashed his badge, and he just and you know he he complied. He was not detained. He complied, and and all these things showed up. Things showed up to Bob Lazar's business. People showed up to Bob Lazar's business. That ob- and then the politician. Well, that obviously means he's telling the truth. Because why else would they do that? Why else would they raid his business if he's not telling the truth? He has things to expose. And that's why they're raiding his business. Did you ever think that they might be raiding his shit because he's lying? For the fortune fame. You gotta think... These things have to go through your head. Okay? You can't just take... Look, the the dude is telling a compelling story. I'm not saying it's not true. It is compelling. It's interesting. He's detailed. He's consistent. And he's been right about a few things. But maybe it's the pessimistic side of me. Pessimistic. But he could be lying. <laughs> and I feel... <laughs> it's funny because to me that's so obvious that he could be lying. But when I said that to somebody uh, over the weekend and they went... You can't see it on the podcast, but I'm making a face. They literally went... Like... Like, idiot? To me. And I was like, wasn't expecting that reaction. Because in the end, he could be lying. And very few people are having that discussion right now. Because there's, look, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, okay, if he's not lying, it could be half-truths. Maybe he did work at Area 51, Sector 4, uh, Secret Intelligence Man. Maybe he did do that. And that's how he knew about the... Am I still recording? Yeah. And that's how he knew about the hand thing, right? Because he that was one of the things. They were like, well, how did he know about the hand bone analyzer scanner thing? And I said, maybe he did work there. But maybe he did try to reverse, maybe he did try to uh, work on technology to to reverse engineer it. That's a possible thing. But in the end, I mean, even he said it. He did say it was otherworldly. Right? So I don't know. I mean, here's the other thing is he could, maybe he's not lying and he's just wrong. Maybe the technology was from Earth. Is that possible? No, of course not. Nobody wants to think Russia might have technology we don't. Of course we do. Dude, Russians always sound drunk. Vodka. Russians always sound drunk as fuck, too. Like, not even just a little drunk. They're always, like, 
slurring their words. And it's <laughs> whenever you do a Russian impression, impression, they always have they always have low voice. Why is this? What if little Russian boy like this? <laughs> no, I like to think <laughs> it's a big man, a big dude, some giant big Russian dude walks in, and he tries to rough rough you around. Please. <laughs> I can't even do it. A Russian man, big big man, and has voice like this, and uh, he loves his mother. Big Russian, big Russian man, has voice like this. He drinks all the vodka. It's it sounds much drunker when low voice. It doesn't sound drunk when high voice like this. But in Mother Russia, all hell Putin. Whoa. So is it possible that Russians have technology that we don't? There's a good question for 4th of July weekend. Dude, it's totally... he. The thing is, Babazar didn't know what he was doing. He, he didn't know in the end. So, like I said, he might have been telling the truth. He might have just been wrong. And then, yeah, I was joking about it earlier, but they alluded towards him taking the element 115. They did, they, I didn't make that up, right? They alluded towards him taking the element 115 at the end. Which is antimatter. Which is all the rage these days. Everybody's talking antimatter. And I don't think he did. I think, yeah. And th that's why he didn't comment on it. I think he said no comment. They were like, did you take it? No comment. No, you didn't. Dude, how much you want to bet? Okay. The director, because that wasn't discussed in the original documentary as far as I remember. Him, he talked about element, element 115, but he didn't discuss taking it from the facility I don't think so how much you want to bet the director just wanted to juice it up a little get something juicy in there that's what he said he said hey Bob do you mind if we allude towards uh, you actually tanking some of that element 115 from the facility from the testing site Bob Lazar is probably like look I, I just don't want to I don't want to do that because I've already been raided 17 times in the past 10 minutes. And it hurts every time I get raided. It hurts every time I get raided by the FBI and by the secret agent men. The secret agent men raid the fuck out of me. No, oh, come on, Bob. Let's just elude. You could say no comment. Just say no comment. Don't even say no. Of course don't say no. Of course don't say no. I bet Bob Lazar was like, that's a stupid... Here's what probably happened. Bob Lazar probably went, no. I'm not going to do that. And the director probably went, look, just don't say no. Just say no comment, okay? Just say no comment. So we can sell this thing. Did you take element 115 from the facility? No comment. That's what that is. Oh, man. Anyway, so July 4th. I was just talking about July 4th. Might as well keep going with that. Let's go with that. July 4th weekend. I don't understand. So July 4th, obviously, everybody's blowing off fireworks. Like, the days leading to it and the days after. I, what I don't understand is the, the fireworks during the daytime thing. <laughs> I, I, you don't see them. Why are you shooting them off during the day? Am I missing something? Like, okay, they make a cool sound. 
granted, but you don't see them. Even if you do see them a little bit, everybody knows, 100% of the human race knows that they're way cooler at nighttime. And I'm talking, I'm, I, I'm not even talking like 7 o'clock. These things were going off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon the other, excuse me, the other day. Sending my dog into an hysteria. I was like, what's happening right now? It wasn't even just one or two. It sounded like a legit fireworks show at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, that's silly. You silly goose. You don't do that during the day. You wait for nighttime. Nighttime is when you blow fireworks off, you silly goose. Plus, it's annoying, dude. Like, I, I like fireworks. They're cool as shit. But, daytime fireworks? I just don't want to hear it. And I don't want to hear my dog barking. And I'm a grump. And I'm like, don't do it, though. What is the good buffer? I would say a good buffer period. You should expect, let's be realistic here, that you're going to hear fireworks between the hours of, let's say, 8.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. You got a two-hour window. I expect to hear it on the third, fourth, and the fifth. It's fine. America, baby. That's what we do in America. We blow shit up to celebrate our independence. It really is the most fitting way to celebrate the American Revolution is to just blow shit up. Do we lose a person or a hand or a finger or an eyeball from time to time? Sure. But so did our founding fathers. So did the, sh the soldiers, the shoulders. So did the soldiers that fought for this country. So in 2019, we celebrate our founding fathers and soldiers who fought for our independence by blowing off our own limbs. Fireworks are cool. <laughs> Fireworks. Dudes and dudettes, Major League butt kicking is back in town. Oh yeah. That's what, you know what it is, it is cool too because like okay this happened last year this wasn't this year this was actually last year <laughs> I got I'm part of a uh, what is it called a neighborhood app thing I don't know some ring of emails somehow I get emails from my neighborhood and I got an email I don't remember if it was before or after Fourth of July last year I want to say it was before. I think I got it before. It was before. It was a week before the 4th of July. And I got an email from a neighbor. In the, you know, one of those passive-aggressive emails that basically started it by saying, we all like to celebrate our freedom and independence in this country. But, and then they go into this thing, how blowing off fireworks a week before the 4th of July is inappropriate. They didn't use that word. I don't remember how they worded it exactly, but basically, you shouldn't be blowing off fireworks a week before the 4th of July. Then they went into this sob story about their dogs. Then, dude, <laughs> she said her dog was, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, like having, not seizures, it was having like a, let's <laughs> say epileptic. It was, it was, it was like having a, what do they call it? Dude, shock, shell shock or something. <laughs> something like that. And like the dog was having these like flashbacks or something to a heart. <laughs> the, 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 when the dog was in the trenches or some shit, like the dog, the dog was the one fighting at war. And, uh, and poor Rover, man. Poor Rover was fighting in the trenches and having shell shock and flashbacks every time, every, every time a firework went off. And I remember thinking, that uh, you're not special. This is to the owner now after I read the email. Like, you're not special. People are just having fun. I have a dog too. Yeah, he barks. Every time it goes off. But relax. Because I feel like the firework thing is something that... Here's an appropriate way to combat the ill timing of shooting off fireworks 
either one, you bitch about it to yourself. Two, you bitch about it to your significant other. Which I know you did. I know you did, you. I know you. Dude, somebody out there bitched about it to their significant other this year. And you're looking at each other right now and going, we did bitch about that. He's right. We bitched about that, though. (laughs) We bitched about the fireworks going off at an ill time. Ill-timed fireworks. (laughs) Uh... Or the third way is you go directly to the person blowing it off. Because if it's that close and that loud, you could probably find the person. You say, hey, cut it out. Stop it. You stop it. That's what you say. You say, hey, hey over there. You stop it. How much you bet? How much you want to fucking bet that would work? You know what doesn't work is when you get aggressive with people. When you get aggressive with people and you get in their face... They throw up their defense mechanism, right? And then they want to up up one up that, and they get back in your face, and then you argue, and and who knows, who knows? Terrible things can happen. But if you from a from like, but you got to be like thirty feet away, and you say it like that, you go, "Hey, you stop that!" Like that would be normal if it was like an eighty-year-old woman, but if you're like a thirty-five-year-old guy and you sound like that, hey. you you stop that they're probably gonna stop they're gonna laugh for 10 minutes and they might actually stop and who knows you might make a new friend out of there they might understand that you're a funny guy and they're like i want to be friends with him and that's how you make friends isn't it isn't that how you make friends you be funny you be funny on the internet and then you make friends Is that how you make friends? (sighs) Where was I going with the firework thing? I had a point. Look, in the end, here's in the end. Dude, dude, if you have a problem, what I was saying, like you, you should confront the person right i don't think there's enough i don't think passive aggressive shit like that email is just here here we go this is what passive aggressive shit in general not just related to fireworks in general this is this is what passive aggressive shit is right it's just like here we go You're like, uh, like, you, uh, all around me are familiar faces. Uh, that's the sound of passive aggressiveness to me. Ah, uh, like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Do you not? Do you think I don't know what you're doing? Do you think I don't know what's going on? I want to drown. Do you want to drown your sorrow? When in reality, dude, when you have a problem, fuck uh, passive aggression. This is what you. Here we go. This is what you need to be. You got a problem with something? This is what you do. Okay, here's this is this is two kinds of people in the world. This comes down to two kinds of people in the world, and right now, this world is being overran by. <sighs> when in re- when, and there's not enough. Come on, dude. We need more. 
and there's too much. <sighs> you can apply that to freaking anything, dude. Like, you know, dude, when 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 you're you're at dinner, you're at dinner with your family, and you have like the aunts and uncles and over, and the, and the cousins and stuff, and you're eating delicious, delicious foods. Like mom made a delicious lasagna, and your aunt brought over delicious um, meatballs, right? And every and it's it's a potluck, and there's so many fun things happening because you're goofing around with your cousins, and you're drinking soda pop, and and you can't wait for ice cream after, and then your fucking uncle goes, "What do you think about Trump?" When in reality, he should have said, let's watch fucking Ninja Turtles after this. Looking for adventure and whatever comes our way. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Did I, dude, did I just fix the world? I just... Anti-vaxxers are so fucking stupid. <sighs> you guys want to play Super Nintendo? Hey, hey, get that can out of the garbage. Put that in the recycling bin. Hey, let's light up some fucking fireworks at 2 o'clock in the morning. Dude. I just think my next... Oh, here, here we go. I, I support the legislation to ban plastic straws from restaurants. Burn it down, motherfucker! Dude. If you're sitting there right now, if you're sitting out there right now in YouTube land and you're one of these people, you need to shove a little of this up your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Here's another one. Here's another one. This is just in general. Wherever you land on the mermaid thing right now, the black little mermaid, you're like, this person's bitching about the mermaid being black now. Uh, uh. And if you're like, <laughs> fucking Disney, you idiot. Let's let's talk about the new mermaid casting. Can we have this discussion, please? No, let's talk about fucking cars. Let's talk about fucking. Dude, the mermaid thing is so annoying. Dude, the mermaid thing is so annoying right now. Oh, <laughs> okay. You know what? So this happened on Facebook. Um, I did it. Somebody posted on Facebook about the casting of. I always confuse the actress's name because it looks way too much like Halle Berry. It's not Halle Berry. I'm gonna type you know, Little Mermaid casting. Little Mermaid casting. I can't. This is a stupid discussion. Halle Bailey. Bailey. Halle Bailey. Which is so close to Halle Berry. And, uh, so, <laughs> how many people think right now that Halle Berry is going to be Little Mary? Isn't she a little old for that? Uh, <laughs> 
So Halle Bailey is going to be the new Little Mermaid, and she is um, uh, she's a black actress. So everybody's like, <gasps> dude, this day and age, and okay, I could understand maybe ten years ago, five years ago even, and they said a black person's playing a white person in in a film. No, a, a black person's taking the role of what would normally be a white person's role. And like five years ago, if if you went, <gasps> I wouldn't blame you. But in 2019, if you went, <gasps> but if you actually went, hey, uh, you want to have that conversation? Actually, what you should do instead is go fuck yourself. Because the conversation is lame. And yet it's happening. So you know what? It's so lame. We're going to have it here. Because why not? And, uh, anyway, this, I started saying, I started telling the story and then I distracted myself. What, what, see, what had happened was, is, um, you know, the, the news came down that Little Mermaid was casted. By the way, before we even have this discussion, is it me or, uh, uh, sick of the whole, like, live action remake thing? I mean, granted, Lion King looks kind of cool, but, like, I don't, I, remakes are so weird to me, especially if you're just making the same movie. Because they're literally just reselling the same product in a different package. And people are eating it up and buying it all over the place. They're like, when Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast, they were like, it was so good. No shit. It was good the first time. It's the same movie. Of course. I don't know. Yeah, and then <laughs> they're like, Aladdin, believe it or not, Aladdin was good. I can understand saying Aladdin was good because from the trailers it looked kind of ridiculous. But again, same movie. Same old songs. They're singing the same things that they... It's a proven formula. They already did it. Oh, of course look, of course, Lion King's going to be good. Lion King looks like a shot-for-shot shot remake just now with like Pixar graphics. Or even better than that, it looked like realistic CGI. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Too much, too much of this coffee. So, so yeah, on Facebook, somebody mentioned. Let me pull it up. Somebody mentioned that you know the casting and claiming that somebody had an issue with it. Somebody had an issue with the casting of the Little Mermaid. I keep seeing the Little Mermaid. What's her name? Ariel. And all right, so here's the original post. It's show, it says, someone really tried to use the whole, there are no, quote unquote, there are no brown mermaids in The Little Mermaid. First of all, lie. You're lying. Somebody tried to use the, use the whole, quote unquote, there are no brown mermaids in The Little Mermaid. No, no, you didn't. No, no, nobody made that. Nobody made that claim. Here's why nobody made that claim. That's not a normal claim. That's not a normal thing to just say. You don't just say that. There are no brown mermaids in The Little Mermaid. That's like not a... That's not even a thing that comes out of somebody's mouth. And then you say someone. Someone really tried to say that. Just say the person's name. If you're going to be that brave to make this tweet... This is a tweet, by the way. That's how this started. This The original post was a tweet. If you're going to... If you're that bold and that brave... To make this statement, at least be brave enough to call the person out. Okay? Because if you don't, you're a little... <sighs> okay? So, then the second paragraph says, I, let me give you a Disney history lesson. This is Gabriella. She is also mute and uses ASL to communicate. Try again with that nonsense. LOL, period. Not a real conversation that ever happened. That's obvious. Uh, second point is... Uh, why? why? Why Why are you posting this? Why are you posting your made-up story? And because you know why? Because racist pieces of shit don't... The, 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 
I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna dig my own grave right now. They're like fucking maggots, dude. They live under the ground. They're not gonna come out and pick a racist fight with the Little Mermaid. Because they're digging around underground. They're waiting for a time to strike. And the Little Mermaid is not a time to strike. Like fucking cicadas that come out every 14 years or something. So anyway, fake fake conversation. Somebody really tried to say that. No, they didn't. And then... <laughs> so then somebody on my Facebook account took a screenshot of the tweet. And then this is what this is what they said. They said in response to the tweet... The sea is huge and covers the whole world. So I would imagine, in parentheses, if mermaids are real, white people getting mad over a fictional character, in parentheses, that mermaids would come in many different skin tones. Get over it or die mad about it. Dude, that's like the new SJW thing, is to say violent things, is to, is to condemn violent things by saying additional violent things. I condemn racism, so so if you're if you're not on my side, then you should die. <sighs> like, dude, what the fuck? I feel like the, so you had the original tweet, and then you had the screenshot and the Facebook post. Like, these are two people that have now gotten mad about something that hasn't happened. Not saying, not saying, dude, I know that it's out there. I know what's out there. I know people say bad things. I know people say racist things. I'm just saying this didn't happen. What you did was you picked, you you, you picked like a, a theoretical conversation that's probably happening out there, right? There's probably somebody on their couch somewhere, probably a white couple looking at each other going, a black mermaid? There were no black mermaids in The Little Mermaid. That probably happened, but there nobody's going to go and post that anywhere or say that publicly because that's not something you do. But I'm sure that somebody was like, there's no black mermaids in, or what did she say? She said brown mermaids. There's no brown mermaids in The Little Mermaid. Out of just stupid fucking confusion, I'm sure somebody said that. Yes. But you see what's happening here. Even if they did say that, even if that sentence was said, they're not saying that Ariel shouldn't be black now. They're just, it's a confused statement. It's just like, oh, there, there are no, there are no brown mermaids in that movie. Which I think is a fact. I don't, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I don't remember any. So then they went to what appears to be the Little Mermaid cartoon and, uh, and, and and took a screenshot from the cartoon which shows this uh, character named Gabriella who is, uh, I guess she's black. I don't know, she's definitely brown. I don't know. It, it could be any sort of darker, darker skinned uh, character. Just... It's like forcing it now you're you're forcing an issue. That's what it is. You're forcing an issue because it didn't happen and then you made up a tweet. Then another person takes a screenshot of the tweet and gets enraged themselves and then posts about that. So now there's this whole cycle of things that didn't happen that people are getting angry about. And dude, whenever that happens, it's like Because here's, in the end, here's what you do. You just don't fucking do it. You just don't. Why? So, here's what's funny now. Guess who commented on this uh, Facebook post that I'm talking about? Oh, man. Our buddy. Our buddy. Zachary Rutherford. He makes a comment on this. But by the way, his comment was pretty funny. Uh, you know, some people are getting... By the way, you, you're, you're a fucking fish taking the bait. 
you're a fish taking the bait if you're commenting on this post right now. If you're doing if you're doing any of this discussion right now and you're legitimately having this discussion and not just tearing it apart like I'm doing it right now, if you're legitimately taking a side, you're a fish, you're taking the bait, you're a guppy. You're a you're a guppy. Right, because if you can't pick up on the fact that this is a, this is a conversation that doesn't need to be had, and you think you're you're making a point by picking a side, you're a fucking guppy, and you took the bait. This is this is this is Disney, a giant corporation, pandering. This is literally pandering the masses right now because they know this is a sensitive topic. They know they're going to be controversial. They throw out the fucking fishing line, and all the little guppies are gra- are, are biting at the bait now. Right? <laughs> and the guppies, dude, it's, <laughs> this is what it is. You ready for this? It, the, the pandering little pandas are feasting upon the gullible guppies. The pandering pandas are feasting upon the gullible guppies. Yeah. Because this is, this is like literal corporate pandering. If you think you're being brave by taking a side, first of all, if you're against it, you're a stupid idiot. You're a piece of shit. And if you think you're being brave by supporting it, eh, you're a guppy. Because that's what the... Of course, dude, 98% of the... Either either you don't care or you support it. And you should probably just not care. It's like we just went through Pride Month. And every giant corporation changed their logo to a rainbow... That's li- that's that's literal pandering. Because the next day, they changed it back, and you're probably thinking, "Oh, but they showed their support." If they want to support, they- you have a whole year. You have 365 days to change your logo. But you picked the time when everybody else was doing it, and everybody was sensitive to it, and everybody was buying the merchandise for it. So you did your fucking corporate pandering, and you changed your logo to a rainbow, and everybody ate it up, and they oh they support. You fucking guppies. Alright, so Zach commented, and I wanted to read his comment because it's it's funny, but it's so Zach. If you guys don't know Zach, his comment is so Zach. This is when Zach comes in. This is what Zach does. Zach, if you're having a conversation, right? Zach is like a, f- a he's like a what would you he's like a cowboy in conversations. So you have you'll be having a imagine you're you're sitting down to a nice elegant cup of tea as one does and you're having an elegant conversation. Zach will will fucking like on on a on a white horse. Come and he gets his his lasso and he and he'll round you up and he'll he'll take it'll take the conversation away. He'll just take it. So you don't know where to go from there. You're like, well, Zach just took my conversation. Zach, I, I, we had a conversation right here, and then Zach took it. Because <laughs> this is the shit that he does. So people are debating it. And then and they're having like this, they're brave, you know, they're brave conversation. So brave. So brave. And Zach comes in. And this is what he says. Skin color comes from melanin, right? If mermaids live on the bottom of the ocean floor, the need for melanin would be non-existent. Marginal at best, since they do go up to the surface for occasion. They're more likely to be bioluminescent. (laughs) Which would be way cooler. Problem solved. Make her a scientifically accurate sea monster with giant fish eyes, gills, and shiny neon skin. This will placate... Placate? This will placate all the incest white people while simultaneously confusing them sexually like James Cameron did in the hot blue chicks in Avatar. Where's the downside? Ah! Dude... There's so much to unpack in his comment. One, dude apparently wants to fuck some avatars. Sexually confusing as 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 he refers it to. Dude, you you dude, you you want you want to you want to fuck an avatar, dude? Dude, you want to fuck an avatar? <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. 
No, dude, nobody was confused. You might have been confused. <laughs> but dude, he uses the word placate. This is what the, the dude, he what happens is he he says like four or five different fucking things in this comment. So you have to take a step back and unpack it. And here's his problem is he said you talk too much. Oh boy, you never shut up. Ah. Uh, Zach, you you said way too much in this comment. And now you're just like you you went you go layers it's it, this is why, you know, he got that comment about being cringy. There's so much cringe in this comment, dude. You say you say placate, bioluminescent, and simultaneously confusing sexually to avatars. He said you talk too much. Oh boy, you never shut up. <laughs> hey, dude, he said placate. You, dude, you are, you are a dork. You said placate, dude. You know what you deserve if you say the word placate in your normal conversation? You deserve to trip over your own shoelace. You dork. You know what? He, I know because he's a, he's a writer. I don't know if he said that on the podcast, but he writes. And he's very good at it. So he uses words like placate. Which, which really, honestly, in the end... <laughs> Man... You are one pathetic loser. And then he says, um, I mean, he's got to be so factual. The funny thing is because they're having a conversation, right? Regardless of what it is, it could be anything. That he's got to, in his in Zach true fashion, once he, once he wrangles up the conversation, once he lassos it and takes it away, then he's got to say facts. And then he's got to be very descriptive about it and use big words to the point, you know what he, he's, what is that joke in Family Guy with the buzzkill guy? Because then he's got to, he says things that are too factual with too big of words and it takes him like 10 minutes to get it done with. I mean, like 10 minutes. And by the end of it, dude, <laughs> he did it uh, last episode with the cop here. <laughs> it's, he said to talk. Live from Atlanta, it's the Zachary Rutherfords versus everybody else in the planet. Zachary Rutherford coming into the tonight's evening very strong. He's got a million words to discuss, and I don't know how the rest of the civilization will hold up. That's right, Bill. Zachary Rutherford coming in with way too many words. He doesn't stop talking. He's really coming in strong. I really think he's got the advantage for tonight. All right, um, so <laughs> after these messages, we'll be back. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's he's gonna love this. Actually, this okay. You know what? This will be a real test to whether or not he actually watches the episodes when he's not on them. Because he's told me he usually does. He's, I usually do. That's what he sounds like, dude. I don't know what happened to his voice, but he sounds like that now. He goes, I I usually watch the episodes. Like, okay, Zach. So this is a test. I'm not gonna mention this to him. I'm not even going to bring it up. And if he brings it up, then I'm going to know that he actually watches it. Because it's the end of the episode. And I've said it before, but when you get to the end of an episode that's an hour long, you got to be a real chromie to be here. That's what I'm calling the fan base. you got to be a real chromie to be here. A, a crummy chromie. Sick. So, guys, uh, yeah, if you're still here, then you probably know all about Chrome Dome Radio anyway, so you know where we're, we are available. I should probably say where we're available where we are available at the beginning of the episode. I should switch that, because I always say it at the end, but at the end, like I said, the real Chromies are here, so they already know that I'm on Spotify and Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes, and they already know that I have a Facebook and an Instagram and another social media network that I can't think of right now, Twitter. I knew there were three. I'm, I'm, I'm on Pinterest, too, dudes. I don't know why I'm on Pinterest. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't decide. Life's too hard. Social media life is too hard. Anyway, uh, you guys rock. This channel's growing slowly. 
I say that a lot. It, it is growing. It's just growing very slowly. And but I'm having a I'm having a killer time doing this. And we do have a little mini fan base, guys. This is it. This is the we we start from the ground, you know. And uh, every every time I get a subscriber or somebody comments on the video, I'm literally humbled. So because you know you're spending your time to hang out with me and talk about my shenanigans with me. So it, it's it's very cool. It's a very cool thing to experience. Even though we're we're tiny, we're we're tiny, and we're toony, and we're all a little loony. Thanks, guys. Uh, next Monday, brand new episode. Check it out. Later. <laughs>